0: Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives.
1: We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show.
0: show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. Happy Memorial Day. Um, It's so weird, you know. Like, it's like a holiday, but it, like, doesn't feel like one. It's kind of weird.
1: It's not. Yeah, cause yeah. It is a holiday, but, you know, we're all just home. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: I'm actually, um, I'm going over to, I'm see- I'm seeing my parents today for the first time in months since quarantine. So we'll see That's how exciting. that goes. Yeah. Celebration for me in that way.
1: Um, how are you, Amby? I'm doing super duper. How are you?
0: Good. 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 And we are not alone. We are here with our dear friend, um, this beautiful lady right here, psychic medium and intuitive healer, Catherine Ann.
2: Hey, Catherine. Hello. Good morning. (laughs) Good
0: morning. We're so happy for you to be here on the show. I'm happy to be here. I'm
2: happy to talk to adults.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, you got... um, you, you got, you got a baby on the way too more, more yeah. children.
2: Yeah. More children. <laughs> trying How to the kids keep up. Do you the- have now six? Like we're, we're keeping <laughs> up with the
1: Duggars, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you, she really only has two kids and one on the way. Yeah, I do. We're exaggerating, <laughs> but we're exaggerating a lot.
0: Um, well, Catherine, we're, you've actually been spoken about on this show quite a few times. I think Ambie oh. has mentioned you and I mean, we've we've mentioned you, but I think Ambie has talked about you in telling the story about how she you guys first met and uh do you guys actually want to tell that story yeah. real quick?
1: Tell Catherine, tell your version of it cuz I was just going to say prettier. I wonder
2: how her version differs from It's a little less intense. It's a little less intense. I was like assaulted by a crazy psychic. And (laughs) no, um (laughs) so I went to a gathering, a mutual friend of ours was throwing a party and myself being the homebody that I am had to drag myself to this, but I had paid for a psychic reading, and I knew if I went, I was getting my money back. So I went. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) So... (laughs) And there was going to be champagne. So I was really excited for that. Uh-huh. And I just being honest, I got there with a girlfriend of mine. I dragged her out with me as well. I was like, we're going. And true to form, I was the first one to show up because that's always me way too early for everything. And I walked in the door and this tiny little adorable lady, Ambie,
1: <laughs> me. that's I'm you. It's all you. One.
2: <laughs> she gave me the once over, like I'm talking like that. You know when you look at someone and can I swear here? Or no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have and you not heard the you? podcast? Yeah. Have and you not go, met me? I I know, but I just have to ask. So she looked at me and she was like, gave me that up and down. Like the- I
1: didn't mean to do that. That was not
2: intentional. But Sometimes you did that. like face does that. Could, go could it ahead. could just be me projecting. Maybe I did could it be. to you. I don't could know. Who but knows? you. <laughs> You looked at me like that and you completely ignored the girl I was with, which is what freaked me out even worse. Yeah, because you looked and you said, You're getting a reading, right? And I said, yes. And you said, Good. And then <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> It scared the hell out of me. I was, and I was like number six on the list. So I'm sitting there, like, <laughs> 20 minute reading after 20 minute reading after 20 minute reading, watching you. And like to really paint the picture, this is like a glass enclosed room. So you can see the energy <laughs> going on there and you can see the conversation being had, but you can't hear it. Right. So I'm watching and there's a lot of band. people crying coming out of the room. Wait, too. let
0: me just ask real quick what did, because. What did you think when she said that to you? You're intuitive. So what did you think?
2: Well, I didn't know I was intuitive, really. I was just confused. And honestly, what did I think? So in my personal life, I had a lot going on. (laughs) I was really afraid of what she was going to say to me. I was like, oh, my God, someone's in trouble. I'm in trouble. And as soon as you, as soon as another adult talks to me, really at all, ever – I assume I'm in trouble. You could be like yeah. a 20-year-old grocer at Kroger and I'm like, what did I do? I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> yeah, then she does it's, do that. It's like, I don't right. know where it comes from because I was always a really good kid. So super nerdy, super follow the rules, like all of that. So she tells, I'm, I'm watching her read person after person after person and she's standing there. And if you've never seen her read other than on like Facebook because you don't get the full image of it. If you've been to a live event with Ambie, she is like, she goes, she moves her arms a lot and she's she, like, you can see this little tiny person just, and I keep calling you tiny because there's so much energy in your small self. It's powerful. Oh, it thinks. thanks. It's like when Christina Aguilera gets on stage and she's teeny tiny and then boom, there's this, oh, I appreciate that. that's what yeah. I'm talking about. So she's in there flailing her arms around and standing. over It's <laughs> <laughs> right. Like outside, outside the auto shop. Like, like a this. wacky wavy
1: inflatable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's just what I look like. When I'm
2: it's
1: fine. This is normal. I don't.
2: I don't like being stood over. It makes Ooh. it make me feel intimidated. But she was standing for every reading, and I looked at the woman who I did not know standing next to me, and I said, "If she stands over me, I'm going to have an anxiety attack. I cannot be stood over like that." We. I get into the reading. It's my turn. I've been sweating this since we've got there. <laughs> later. This is two hours plus time in between. And I walk in there and I sit down and I'm like, I'm a sweater when I'm nervous. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I'm freaking out. And she starts to explain to me the way that she reads. I can still see it. You're sitting there like this and you explain how you connect with spirit. And then you go, I, I feel like I need to sit down. And you sat and everything in my body went, mother effer. <laughs> I was like, it's about to get real about <laughs> She's to really go psychic. Down. <laughs> and what did so she say she, to you she said do you feel well at first she confused the hell out of me because <laughs> I I mean there was alcohol there so I was already buzzed probably but then also she just like launched right in and said do you do you have conversations with people where you feel like you're hearing one thing and they're saying another I'm like yes I'm also a little afraid to say no because I'm just like <laughs> nervous now. Well, because I, I beat I'm people sorry. up if they tell me no in a live <laughs> of them. do. It's
0: terrifying. No, but you just don't. to be, but just to be clear. So at this point in your life, you've always been into you. You you have been intuitive and you've been experiencing intuitive things. But you you were not at the point of acknowledging that you were an intuitive person.
1: She saw dead people. She told me she saw dead people.
2: I did. And before you child. probed, but let okay, me explain something to you you could, I'm the kind of person who it's like, if something, it can be this obviously in my face and I'm not going to see it. Okay. It's just the way that I am. So especially when you're afraid of it on some level, I think you have more resistance to seeing it. And, uh, I had always heard horrifying stories from my mom about the house she grew up in. So I think I was really resistant. And I had a lot of scary stuff happen in my house, which should have said, hey, you're a psychic medium, but they didn't. So she started recounting every single spiritual experience I've had. And then the thing that she said to me that really blew my mind, she's like, the other day you were sitting at work. You were standing in the kitchen, and you said to yourself, "You probably." I don't think I've ever told you this part of it that really threw me. This is exciting. And I remember it. Look at you on the edge of your seat. I am I was standing in the kitchen. I worked at a restaurant, and I'm standing in the kitchen, and the window is empty. the The food window is empty, and I'm looking at it, and I go in my head. I heard this voice say, "What are you still doing here?" Mm. And I, it was so. It was one of the first, like, really loud, like profound experiences I had had, but I didn't really think anything of it either. I mean, I had been there for eight years almost. And I went in thinking I was going to finish my bachelor's and leave. And I stayed for uh, like two bachelor's so that I didn't finish. So I, I heard that voice and she repeated it back to me verbatim and it, it just gave me chills. And she's like, you're writing in the chapter of a book that should be closed. That's Mm. why nothing's working for you. I was like, shit, full chills. So she said to me, you're my favorite line from all of it though. She's like, you're psychic and you're reading people and you've got to stop. It's rude. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm getting yelled at. I paid for this. (laughs) I paid for you to yell at me, bitch. At the very end of it, (laughs) she says, Is there anything else you, like, so, like, very politely, nonchalant, switches gears, and she's, like, is there anything you really wanted to ask about today? And I was, like, can I talk to my grandma? (laughs) She goes, you're not here for that today. Damn, Amy. (laughs) Okay. It was was really. she also said you can talk to her yourself. You can Mm. connect to her yourself. Yeah. So, she tells me that she had like an intuitive development class and I should do it. And she's like, I'm, I'm, I really don't want you to think I'm just like pitching you. And I'm sitting there like, oh, and you said that when I, I was out, just pitching her. She's not really psychic, guys. <laughs> not psychic, I suck. No, <laughs> she she says when you walk out of here, you're going to be hit with a wall of energy. Like like you've never felt. Before. I remember saying that. Yeah. And I walked out and I wasn't exactly sure what to make of it. But the very first thing was this woman who was at the party who had probably had a little bit more than I had had to drink. And she walks right up to me and she's like right in my face. Like, how was it? What was it like? And I'm like, that's the wall of energy. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) What did she tell you? Everyone else is like, oh, grandma said hi. and My mom forgives me. And I'm sitting there like, shit, what do I do with this? So I went home and I, I remember this event differently. I, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure you do. It was much sweeter, wasn't it? I, I, when oh, Andy, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, it's
0: okay. When Andy tells the tell story, you? I swear she said she met a waitress at, at her place of That's work accurate. and looked at her. I and said, okay, I filled in that that part then. No, I you thought you you part. went out to eat and you told your waitress, you're what? psychic, you should be a psychic, and then she no. quit her job the next day
1: is what you said. No,
2: well, no, no, no. She did quit. go well, it was about about a, was it time. about a week? Was it? No, well, it was you
1: said it was the next day. That's it what might have,
2: I saw you on a Saturday and I quit on a Sunday.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because that could.
2: next morning, I looked at your your course and I said, yeah. I told my husband how much it costs. And I said, Well, I've spent more than that on way stupider things. So why the hell not? And he's like at that point in time, we barely liked each other. So he's like, whatever, it's fine. Mm. So I, yeah. and I remember for it and I started. Yeah. We did that Monday. You we did yeah. that Monday because I remember
1: you were like, "I quit my job yesterday," and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I remember <laughs> being like, <"Okay, laughs> "I better be <laughs> about this." <laughs> it's time to step it up, Amby. Like she just quit her whole job. Yeah. Everything. Were you like, even fully quit
0: your job at that point, Amby? Nope. Because I, I remember, I think that was like why I've heard about this so many times. She's like, she just quit her. Like Ambi had been because resisting quitting her somebody.
1: job. I've never met somebody that like was just a hundred percent in like,
2: okay, let's do this. I was miserable. And we had been talking about me quitting for a long time and it wasn't the place that I worked was wonderful. Mm -hmm. I I really like good people that I worked for. Management was fantastic. The, um, the GM that I worked with, it was, it's funny the way the whole thing happened. The GM never works a Sunday evening. Like that's just not a thing. And she was working that Sunday evening, which was my shift. And I said, the next shift I work with her, I'm going to quit. I need Mm. a sign that this is what I'm supposed to do. And she was there that night. I was like, wow, this is real. So I did. And to be fair, I also gave them like 30 days notice instead of like a regular two weeks. And that wasn't so much for them as it was for me to make sure I was going to be okay. I was terrified. It was terrifying. And I still, I was just like, something told me do this. I'm a fly by the seat of your pants kind of person. But that was like, oh, oh, that was next level even for me. I remember. So here's how I
1: envision the story real fast. (laughs) Mine's a little different. I did sit down. I didn't stand up to read you. And I remember saying to you, you should be on this side of the table. Yeah, I remember that. You should be giving people readings not on that side of the table. You could be wildly successful at this. Yeah. And I remember painting a picture for you on what your life could look like
2: if you decided to jump. I don't remember that part. But I do remember. I must have really internalized it anyway because I jumped. I mean, I, I was like, and, "I'm the hardest. Let's go." <laughs> and and what Sorry. happened? What happened
0: after that? Because I mean, Catherine, you like took off. Like,
2: yeah, it's insane. So I I launched my website May fifteenth. That was April thirtieth. Was my last day of work. May fifteenth, I launched my website. I started taking readings for like $10 just for practice. And I told people, look, I'm practicing. So I might just be like bubbling off facts about your life that you don't really care if I know or not, but that's what's coming up. And I'm just, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. So it was all in. I had the website up like, like so fast. It was done. It was up. I'm doing it. And since then, everything has changed. Like absolutely everything I'm talking we went from, and you guys know how much I can squirrel. So keep redirecting this because okay. we, we know, don't be afraid to interrupt and say, uh, back on track there. Honey. I won't. So That's my job. You good. Um, <laughs> you, I, I seriously went from two years prior to that. I had had my second baby in the midst of postpartum depression from my first, I was drinking heavily I was up to absolutely no good, which was new for me because in my teens and early 20s, I was not ever up to no good at all. Like I'm talking, I had probably seen weed three times in my life. Like, yeah. I was not ever up to anything. And uh, I ended up, I launched my website. I did everything that I possibly could. I was barely making ends meet after I had my second son. Not long after that, I filed bankruptcy because I was so broke and I was paying for debt that was... Eons old, and I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I was just completely a disaster. And this isn't to say that everything switched overnight, right? Because like, yeah. Ambie got plenty of calls about my world completely falling apart, and I mean, it, it was intense. Which, it was emotionally a very intense time.
0: Which it does when you're making a big. Sh- it, it can, in certain yeah. ways, when you're making a big shift, certain parts of your life do have to fall fall apart. But it's yeah. falling apart into something else, right? It is. It's reforming.
2: It is, which is really hard to grasp when you're in the throes of it as well. And I I just, I don't know, I just kind of closed my eyes and kept going. And yeah. I mean, seriously, I don't even know how I got here, but here I am now. So <laughs> well, whatever for... felt. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, from the
0: outside, it looked like you just kind of said, okay, I'm doing this. Like you said, you took it, you jumped, you said, this is what's happening. And then I just remember seeing you from the outside taking off on Facebook Live, like doing your Mm -hmm. readings, building a huge following there. And, um, you know, and then most recently you were actually in our... um, Divine Leadership uh, Retreat and Coaching Program. You came to Sedona and you have been doing all kinds of new things with that. You And this new ancestral healing or like intuitive healing thing, which why Mm -hmm. don't you tell people about that? Like, so you're a psychic and you're a medium Mm -hmm. and… You do heal. And
2: yes. Yeah, so I started not long after I started working with Ambi. I actually lost it. This definitely has to do with it. I lost a really close friend of mine who had become friends with me very unexpectedly. He was 28 years old and he passed away from cancer. And that was the first loss that I experienced as someone who was deep diving into their intuition. And I mean, people skim the surface and think, oh, maybe I'll play with oracle cards. I mean, I dove in. There was no looking back. So I was really open. And for being really highly empathic as well, it was an intense time. So I, I booked a Reiki session, which I had really hardly even heard of. At that point, I was like, what's energy healing? This is just more woo-woo bullshit feeding into my plate. Maybe I've just made a break from reality and this is my spiral downward. But I had had, since my friends got past, this horrific headache and this pinched nerve in my right shoulder, and I couldn't release it. And I was exhausted because, I mean, I was a good student, but I also never would energetically protect myself at all. So I was open all the time. and. When he passed, that just sat so heavily on me, the grief from his family, and I could feel him around me. And it was just awful. So I booked this Reiki session with someone else who has done your program, actually, Heather Doherty. And she, I, it was a distance Reiki session. I laid on my bed in my office as peacefully as I possibly could get. And I could feel her standing above my head and working on the nerve in my back. And I could feel everything just releasing. And I remember going downstairs, just like moving my shoulder around and showing my husband and being like, this was magic. This was absolutely magical. I could feel her there. She, and she just was-
0: came on the live, literally. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm talking hey, about Heather. Her. Hey, Heather. <laughs> That's who, I think she came on right after you said her name. She's like, yay, my favorite lady is Heather. Uh, Catherine is just mentioning you.
2: And your magical Reiki hands. So she explained to me where she spent the most time on my body, which was insane because it was exactly where I felt her. And you could feel the heat of it and distance. She's at her house. I'm at mine. And then I thought, I need to be doing this. This makes so much sense for me. This is what I need to do. So I signed up with a local um, Reiki master, Brian Egan, and took his Reiki one and two and it just like, I remember learning how to cleanse spaces in that Reiki 2 class and asking so many questions. And in that time, it was like everything I felt in my hands when I would have anxiety or when I would be upset, I would constantly be wringing my hands and it would feel like tension in my knuckles. And no mm. one ever understood when I would say that. It would just be like, no. Like when you talk about sleep paralysis or other crazy psychic stuff, people just didn't get it, right? So no one ever understood this. So I finally... I understood what was in my hands. And I remember going through and cleansing my house without sage or anything, just with energy and intention. And I remember feeling them vibrating and heating up. And I was just like, this is incredible. This is where I belong. This is part of it. And I took on my own, um, my own, like, I guess my own coaching program, because, you know, I just, I deep dive everything I do. It's all in or all out. And I took on a couple of students and then those students turned into my first healing clients that at the time I was calling it coaching. I mean, that's still what it is, but I took them on and we were working on, at the time, I didn't really know what we were working on to be completely honest. So if y'all are listening, sorry, but we got somewhere. (laughs) They did know they were guinea pigs for everything too though. So I was doing Reiki on one of the clients who is also a Reiki practitioner and while I'm doing it, I'm, I'm sitting in my bed and I'm imagining she's in like the palm of my hand is how I do it. And I'm watching her energy. And as I'm working on her crown chakra and into her throat and in her heart, I started hearing another voice and it, I wish I had it quoted exactly what it said to me. But what I heard was basically saying that the healing for mankind is found in our ancestral DNA, that our ancestors mm. hold the secret to healing what is in our hearts and what is around us in healing everybody else. And I picked up and I wish I could remember the name of it. I know it's somewhere behind me, Um, but I also know we're live and there's no business that anyone needs to see below looking nice up here. So (laughs) I heard heard all of this talk about healing our ancestors and I had always had such a pull to genealogy and to ancestral anything. I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't ever put any of it together. And I ordered this book the next day and I opened it and like page two was exactly what I read. And I was like, wow, damn it. Here we are again. So it was just like this powerful, this is where you belong. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know what it meant, but sitting with her with that first client, that unintentional first client, I just meant to be doing a Reiki session with her like half an hour and and done. And it turned into an hour long of me sitting in each chakra and feeling the blocks that she had and seeing things playing out in her childhood and in her parents' childhood and all of that. And then the next client that I had was adopted. So I was able to sit in that and see all of these different things. And it just turned into this spiral. So actually doing what I do with sitting in the chakras and watching the blocks and healing that energy, that just came to me intuitively. And that's what I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is where I belong.
0: Was your first client Jenna?
2: No. Well, she oh. was my first student. Yeah, oh, she was my first she said, student. She said it was
0: – she's she's watching. She said it was exactly what I needed it to be. You used your intuitive abilities to help me and rocked it.
2: Aw, uh, she's just tooting her horn over there. No, <laughs> uh, my horn, not hers. <laughs> she. I was going to tell her I was going live on here in a minute, and I think I forgot to, and there she is anyway. Yeah. Um, hey, it was It was a friend of hers, actually, but – um. Yeah, Jenna's been an integral part of all of this happening too. So, yeah. hi Jenna. Hi Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Um It was wild.
0: Yeah. Well, can you talk a little bit more cuz like then when we were at our retreat in Sedona, you mm-hmm. were like I think you were coming to more clarity about like that you wanted yeah. to focus on this ancestral this healing more. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so, and then you so, started
0: doing things with the people at the retreat, yeah. and I remember I was, because there was one day at the retreat, when it was, like, towards the end, and there was, like, a lot going on, and, like, I don't know what I was doing, I was focusing on something else, and you were, like, okay, I'm I'm, you were, like, saying, I'm doing this, like, ancestral healing thing, whoever wants to basically be a guinea pig, come in here, and so I'll just never forget, like, Olivia was, like, okay, I'm coming in, and then, like, she came out, like, 45 minutes later, I was like, oh my – like she looked like she saw a ghost because she's like, I can't believe what just happened. And I was like, what, what? And I suddenly had the biggest FOMO, and I ran back in there, and I was like, can no. I join? And you're like, sorry, we just finished. And I was like, no. I, like I was yeah. so uh, – For
1: Alexa. kicking myself. I know, you did miss but out. and Ever I was, was so- speaking light language. That's what you were watching. Yeah. Yeah. No- was yeah. it tattoo stuff? Is that what you were doing? Maybe it was know. tattoo
0: I was stuff. doing, yeah, I don't maybe know. tattoo and, stuff. But
1: I was, I was there for the ancestral healing and it was, it was truly amazing. It was really it, can, awesome.
0: Can we explain, can, Catherine, can you explain for people who maybe don't
2: know about what ancestral wounds and stuff like that? Can yeah. you talk about it a little bit? So keeping it as layman's terms as possible because I don't like science. So <laughs> <laughs> it's because I don't like it. Um. Yeah. So what ancestral healing is, ancestral wounds, we all carry the, obviously our, our ancestors DNA. That's how, what we're created from, right? So that DNA carries the energy of our ancestors. So if you have someone who maybe was a drinker or suffered from some deep anxiety or something like that, and then you skip forward a couple generations and no one else has that for a long time. And then all of a sudden you see a family member who has this like tendency to drink or addiction or, their anxiety is out of control, but nothing in their life dictates that they should be holding that. Or you see someone who, I like to use the example of in my family, on my mom's side, she's divorced from a narcissist. Her mom is divorced from a narcissist alcoholic. Hmm. Her sisters are all divorced from narcissists. Hmm. Their mother other than signing her narcissist husband up for the draft because that's badass as hell to get him out of the way um oh, you Jesus. see this pattern just right that's kind of awesome yeah. who does that so she's like take him away yeah <laughs> i didn't even know you I could admire do that so much yeah neither did i i don't know she's very convincing if you so you can do that i think that might well, not be like she found slowly. a way <laughs> yeah she exactly. was very sweet for being so together and like she could command a present. She was the sweetest woman in the world. So I'm sure she probably baked some bread and was like, you're taking them. um, Yeah. They took up. So, (laughs) um, yeah. So anyway, uh, before that caveat, um, you, you find that you might have to redirect me take the squirrel back. The narcissist. The The narcissist. Yes. So you see all of these connections and yes, some of it's learned behavior, But if you are able to see an issue and say, I want to do this differently, shouldn't we be able to just say, okay, I'm doing this differently, Mm -hmm. but you can't because this pattern is so deeply ingrained in your energy. And then, you know, it's so interesting. I just had a reading with a client the other day who had a geriatric pregnancy. So she had to have a geneticist consult her. And the geneticist said, you know, we carry the energy of our ancestors in our DNA. He told her the same thing. And there's a freaking scientist, a doctor talking about this, you know? So we carry this forward and until we heal that, we can't break these patterns that we have. And it can even come into like health issues. Like you just expect that you're going to live an unhealthy life because everyone in your family has, you're carrying that pattern forward. So even if you are Joe Schmo who exercises every day, never eats an ounce of red meat and carries their life, this perfectly healthy life with everything balanced so Down to a T, they still end up with high blood pressure or heart problems. It's because you have that expectation, because you're carrying that genetic energy with you. So what we do is connect to those ancestors in meditation and we connect to three back. So you and you don't have to know their names either, because like I said, I've worked with people who are adopted. You connect to your adopted family and to the energy of your bio family. So you don't have to know them. You can just put grandma, grandpa on mom's side, great grandpa and mom's side, whatever mm-hmm. it is. You connect to those three back and then you can go farther back if you want to. But really when you release the energy around those three, because you've talked about on this podcast countless times, how time is not linear.
1: Right. So you
2: can send that healing energy backwards out outwards, whatever direction you're sending it, and anyone who's open to that healing energy will receive it. So like with mm-hmm. my son and his anxiety, that's something we focus on. That's something mm. we are continually healing because yes, I suffer from anxiety, but so did my grandmother. I don't know about the badass who signed her husband up for mm-hmm. the draft, but maybe he did after that. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but you just keep going back and back and back and it, it's, it allows you to send all of that energy forward. And actually at that retreat in Sedona, I connected with the guy who was signed up for the draft and his wife. Mm. And then my grandmother was also there. And one of my ancestral guides, I was able to see them when we were up on that mountain, doing the mother earth blessing Mm. ceremony. So that was really powerful. It all comes back to just, and it's such a simple exercise. It's such a simple meditation, But the energy behind it is so profound.
1: Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is that I don't know. I know my grandmother's, my great grandmother's name, but I don't know her husband's name. I don't know. Like, I don't know a lot about it. And I don't know anybody on my father's side. I don't even know my biological father. But I was able, I talked about this with you, I was able to see people in a room. And I was like, who the hell are these people, right? But I was able to understand, like, because it's based on where they sit and you guide us through that. Yeah. And then um, I was seeing another man on my mother's side. And when I went and talked to my mom and asked her what her grandfather looked like, I was describing the person that I saw, like, she was telling me what he looked like and that was him. It was really crazy. So,
2: And and for someone like you or myself or Alexa too, who were all highly intuitive people. So I think that others are like, well, am I going to have the same experience because I don't see people like that. And it's just the sense of energy that you get as well. Mm -hmm. So you can feel them coming into the room. So even if you don't see this room full of people in this meditation and the picture that I paint for you while we walk through this, even if you don't see them all there, you're going to feel them. And you're going to get a sense of what needs to be healed. So I like to focus on one thing at a time. And in the healing program that I do, it's typically a three-month program with this this uh, baby on the way. I'm like, what is this? What is this here? This puppy um, with this baby coming. I've, I've halted it to right now it's a six-week program. So I can focus on one thing with people. And then starting again in the fall, we'll amp this back up. But You focus on one thing at a time that you want to heal, whether that's like patterned eating or being with that narcissist or genetic like problems, like heart defect, not heart defects, but like health issues, that sort of thing. We focus on healing the energy around that one thing at a time and then we reconnect it. So there's the immersive Reiki where I can see, because when you're in that session, you're relaxed. If you've ever had a Reiki session in, or if you've ever meditated, because how many people have done that? You know that your guard is down. You feel more relaxed. You're more in your your higher power space. So when you're there, I'm able to see more than just in a reading where you might still have walls up and you. Mm. there are things that you don't necessarily want people to see. So it's I've been over different chakras, like the sacral chakra, where you're going to pick up on sexual trauma. And I've heard like they're not ready for this yet. So you mm-hmm. leave it alone. You yeah. leave it alone. They're not ready. You're not healing that yet. So it helps me. They have their their core knowledge, their surface knowledge of what they want to work on healing. But with the immersive Reiki, you're able to see intuitively more of what they're ready for and what's really at the core of the issue. Because they might just see they're picking crappy guys and they want to stop picking crappy guys. But why are they picking the crappy guys? Right. It goes a step farther. So we work on and you clear the energy with that when you're doing the Reiki as well. You clear that energy and then you step into the meditation in the next session and you're able to sit with your ancestors during that as well. And even if you're not intuitive, you're still calling them in and during it. Even over distance, I'm able to sit with you and watch what's going on and feel what's going on. And it's always so fun cool. when you have like a sassy grandmother there too. <laughs> she, like, I feel like they typically like they point to the person who's the problem. I'm like, you yeah. need to wait a minute. Like, <laughs> They're
0: like, you need to look out for that <laughs> all. one. All. Yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> uh, this I love is awesome. <laughs> I, I love, I just love the image too that you're painting of like just sitting with your ancestors and being able to like under, because it's, I mean, I was, so many things were coming up for me as you were describing your process and describing, like, how, you know, ancestral, like, uh, wounds and traumas and stuff carry forward. I mean, like you said, this has been scientifically proven now that we carry this forward in our DNA, Um, and, uh, you know, it's very, it's it's a very parallel concept to, like, what I do with people, too, in tapping, so I really get it, and it's, like, it feels like a new layer of that where it's, like, um you know, when people if, if if nothing is ever resolved, if nothing's ever processed, of course it will just carry forward until yeah, it's mm-hmm. processed and acknowledged right And so I think the most exciting thing about this time in h- human history is that we finally have all these tools and th- this awareness to be like, oh, if I don't stop this, it carries forward to my yeah. children and so on and so on and so on until somebody says, no, no more yeah, I'm not. Carrying this forward anymore, I would like to live differently, and I would like my future ants, my future generations, and lineage to live differently. Um, and understanding that we actually have the power to shift within this.
2: ourselves, mm. yes.
0: And so this what you're describing is, like, a very powerful tool to do that. And it also made me think about um, the biology of belief with Dr. Bruce Lipton. I don't know if you guys have, like, watched that or seen I, that. But no, yeah. I need to write that down, though. Oh, my God, definitely, because he – there's, like, a lecture he does on – it's like on YouTube. You could watch it. It's probably, like, a 45-minute thing. He literally shows scientifically how – you know, in our DNA, we carry um, certain, kind of like a blueprint. It's like, okay, this is how everything's going to express if nothing changes. Yeah. Right? This is just mm-hmm. how it's going to be. However, if I change my belief system, which is part of processing emotions and stuff, that gene will can basically flip a switch. And now it's mm-hmm. not going to express. So maybe if I had never done anything, I would have gotten breast cancer because my mom got breast cancer, you know? Right. But because I've actually shifted a belief that's related to that, now that gene turns off, and so even yes. though it was in the original bl- blueprint, it's it's. I've said no. I decline that option. Basically,
2: exactly, exactly, and that's so that's so interesting too because I was just talking to someone who was asking me questions about being psychic and about healing from a very scientific standpoint. And he brought up, which usually kind of puts a wall up with us, right? Like we're like, okay, are you about to come at us and start sciencing us? So we're not yeah. really doing what we're doing. But he was saying, he was he was talking about different research studies in Russia that support that and how there's like this, this study going on right now that's like kind of leftover from the eighties that other people have picked back up where they're talking about the power of belief And how much that gives you, like how much how much power there is behind belief, just knowing it's that stinking old saying that my mom says all the time, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're absolutely right. Right. So that's like it's it's absolutely true.
0: And what and what what creates a belief? Something that somebody told you when you were younger, like if your mom always believed, oh, well, money money is so hard to come by, you're just going to keep carrying that forward because you've heard that and now you believe that until you give yourself the opportunity to say, wait, where does this come from? Is this my belief? Do I want this belief? Then you can create a new belief. And so you know, a process like you're talking about, it it gives you the opportunity to identify, wait, where did this come from? Is this Mm -hmm. mine? You know?
2: Yeah. Are you writing that story yourself or is that really a thing? That's something that even like now with my husband, we talk about all the time. I'll say, I'm so sorry that I didn't do enough today. Like just even now we have so many things going on in our house and outside with like reconstruction and like all of this wild stuff happening. And I'm, Seven months pregnant. I think I'm more than that now. Like, I need to look at an app. Third child problems. Of like, how pregnant am I? I don't know. Someone calculate. <laughs> like, whatever. For it'll, me. Co- it'll come. It'll come out of it. Not ready. He's not yet. here yet. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. It is
1: what
2: it is. <laughs> he's got to get it together and stay in there as long as he can because nothing is ready. So, <laughs> um, but I'll say to him, I'm so sorry. I feel like I should be doing more. Excuse me. I feel like I should be doing more. I know you want me to help more. I know you want me to help more. And yesterday, he looked at me. He's like, like stop you're doing a lot more than you think you are. He's like, this is yours. This is yeah. not mine. These are not my thoughts. I'm like, okay, mm. I'm projecting. I'm writing a story. I'm yeah. doing enough. He's like, just chill. He's like, I'm allowed to be frustrated with the kids yeah. without you having to do more. It's yes. okay.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's
2: okay. Exactly. That's fair. I get that. Thank you. Stopping yeah. wise, you asshole. Yeah. Yeah. being um- wise. <laughs> Yeah, making sense. (laughs) But it is we write these stories that we have to correct. And we we also keep telling these stories that our parents were told and that their parents were told and that their parents Mm -hmm. were told. And it's so cool to see it. I took one person on a journey back to I can't remember. I can't even remember which student it was, to be honest, which is probably a good thing. So don't worry, guys, I'm not calling anyone out. But um, (laughs) I took them all the way back to them seeing like a great, 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 I don't even know how many greats, uncles who was abusing their, his wife and his daughter. And at first it was like the daughter, the the person I was working with wanted to heal the energy around the daughter. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's the abuser. That's yeah. who we're healing. That's who we have to heal because that all started with them. Why were right. they doing it? What is the energy with yeah. them that heals? And then we send it forward. Wow. It's, it's like this tendency, especially as an empath to want to heal the person you feel the hurt from, but how often are we seeing people who are manipulating or hurting others or doing so from a place of weakness or, or of like wounding of their own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's Definitely. knowing where to put that to and feeling that intuitively.
1: Can you help, um, children with this or are they not like,
2: do they have to be like aware of what's happening? That's a really good question. I feel like you can send a child Reiki, and if they're willing to receive it, they receive it. So yes, and plus, if you're if you're doing this as an adult, yeah. you absolutely can be sending. Just like if if we worked on healing something, you and I, and your daughter is so open to energetic stuff, she's going to re- receive that healing as well, just mm. through your doing the work. So they inadvertently receive it because time is not linear. So you're sending the healing to all, everyone past from that ancestor and then everyone living and everyone yet to come. So yes, you could do it that way, but you could also work with them with that. I imagine it would look a little bit differently. That's something if Jenna's still on, children are totally her cup of tea. I feel like (laughs) it's something you can do though. What, cool. Why don't
0: we? Well, speaking of Jenna, why don't we talk a little bit about you guys just launching a podcast, right?
2: Yeah. Well, we to did. The podcast, world, thank you. It's so much fun. Yeah. Who knew that me with a microphone was like my favorite thing ever? I mean, I, I already knew that. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Give me a stage, and I like the attention. But um, <laughs> 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 yeah, we we absolutely we're, we're okay. Refocus. We're doing a podcast called Project Healing. And it focuses on the whole premise of the show is seek to understand in order to be understood. Right. So everyone Mm -hmm. has a story. Everyone has a different perspective. Everyone feels a lot of people feel so isolated in what they have going on in their own world. And it doesn't help now living in the time we're living in where we are physically isolated too. But what a good time to start a conversation about how we all feel like we're alone. Right. So. The whole show focuses on healing in some capacity, whether it's about your finances or it's about, um, we're talking about this week, abundance mindset and why people have trouble attracting it, even though they feel like they're doing all of the right things to attract it. I got to check that that out. When do you release it? Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. So 7.15, somewhere in there. Um, Wednesday mornings before most people are awake when my children are already on like snack Mm -hmm. number three. That's when it releases. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, it's all about healing in every sense of the word because just sharing your story and just allowing yourself to be helped, you're helping other people. So it's Mm. a lot of us talking and sharing our stories. And now that we finally have our audio figured out because something about intuitives and technology, um, we are starting to take on guests and we're really excited, really excited for all of it. Good stuff.
0: Um yeah everybody check out project healing um it's on all the all the things right iTunes Spotify and iTunes for now yeah Spotify and iTunes Jenna just commented and said um uh, SoundCloud and SoundCloud Jenna just commented and said for kids it's more about teaching them to lean into their gifts so they know at a younger age how to dive back in and heal if their parents aren't the ones that broke the cycle we are healing our kids by healing ourselves yes. absolutely mm, absolutely exactly. Yeah, powerful. I think it goes back to that thing of like, you 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 know, mothers like oftentimes think like, oh, the way to heal my kids or save my kids is to make sure they never have to experience right. anything that I did. So like I sacrifice myself so I protect them. But really it's what I feel like we're learning is like, no, the most powerful thing you can do at is focus on yourself. Because like you said, Catherine, when you heal what's unhealed within you, instead of like projecting that onto the child, you're, you're healing yeah. that within, and then they're benefiting from that. And also they're learning their own resources about how yeah, to they are. deal and That's, heal.
2: You know, we had the other day, our, I realized this breaks quarantine, but our two boys, they're three and four, they went over to the neighbor's house to play with his five-year-old. And it was, I was not home for this. My husband enjoyed two hours of alone time in the house, which I might be a little frustrated with, but it's fine. It's okay. I get it. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Where were so, you? I, Could I ask? I was, yeah, I was at, a, I was also not social distancing at another interview with the podcast. <laughs> okay. 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 Cool. So, but I had chocolate chip cookies, so I forgave him because I didn't share. So um, anyway, though, they went over there to play for a couple hours and they slept so well. So again, you're forgiven, but. Yeah. While they were over there, the neighbor had told us that um, he's like, Wow, Wesley is so well adjusted. He's so connected to his emotions. Every mm. time something went wrong with his daughter, he would be like, It's okay, just take a deep breath. Are you mm. are you okay? What do you need? And he was really like there for her emotionally, I guess. And he had said that when Wesley got frustrated, he walked away and took a couple deep breaths and came back. And and you got Amby, you know, as a mom you don't always get to see your kids doing these things that other people say that they do. We're always like, wait, what demon did that? Are you sure? (laughs) But to know that he wasn't even just connecting with himself to walk away and grab that second, he was trying to help that little girl with it too and to control her, her getting frustrated and help her through that. It was, it's, it's I very quickly went to that's because of what I'm doing. Hmm. yeah and being proud of that whereas before i would have yeah. been like who taught him that but yeah. it's me i taught him Good that job. Yeah. he yeah. sees that and I that's see. so powerful so yes it is about teaching the children these tactics early on so that we're not healing broken adults too yeah mm. because there's plenty of us right and they're still going to go through their struggles because that's what life's like, about right? they yeah, have that's to. what we signed up for yeah yeah exactly Exactly.
0: so totally like and I think that's the the biggest thing that I I think people are learning in general is that like teach by example lead by example you know your children are watching everything you do I don't have children yet but I feel like I'm around enough parents to to be learning this lesson with you guys Um, it's the
2: best place to judge from it really is right (laughs) it's all downhill from there (laughs) (laughs) yeah well yeah we'll see I was a great mom before I had kids. I was the totally. best mom before I had kids.
0: Yeah. I'm oh, so no. aware so that I'm in advice. this ignorant, I'm in this like <laughs> no. ignorant. Yeah, I know you guys. No, you probably but are you're like, right. You're <laughs>
2: absolutely right. No, you're right. You are. I, I remember talking to another coach before who was like, can you take your son and maybe sit and meditate with him? And I'm like envisioning the truck that I'm taking to the forehead while I'm trying to do that. I'm like, when are you due? Was my question. (laughs) Talk to me in two years, honey. Yeah, I can show him, but there's no instant fix there. It's very much, it's showing it again and again and again. And I used to work with a preschool teacher at the restaurant and she said, you have to show a toddler something. I think it was like 1000 times before they understand it. Mm. And I feel Mm. like that, can't even be enough times. No, my little all is <laughs> be-
1: probably a few more thousand times <laughs>
2: on So it's Jameson, yeah. They're cut from the same spot. <clears throat> it's horrifying. And I it's mean, great, so. Same
0: with adults sometimes too. Same with yeah. me. Yeah. How yeah. many times have we yeah. learned the same lesson that we're just like, I yeah. still
2: don't get it yet? Give it to me again. <laughs> well, yeah. With Play you that guys, record we- one more time. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, I'm having deja vu right now. Um, but yeah, going Going through the retreat too. That was honestly, if I can toot y'all's horns a little bit, that was the best decision. I think one of the best decisions I've ever made, outside of being verbally assaulted by a psychic at a party. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It was perfect. You completely shifted my life. I remember at that it. That made retreat, me cry. Though, don't
1: make me cry on this podcast. <laughs> don't I'm, do
2: it. Psychics are good at that. <laughs> now, um yeah, uh, no, you guys really like. Alexa kind of dragged me kicking and screaming to get to the point of commitment. But by the time I got there, I was so ready to open up and pour into it. And it was just it was such a really cool experience. And to see, to hear myself say something that sounded outlandish to me or that I would project to others would think would be outlandish. Like you guys asked me, okay, so how much money can you manifest by the end of this? And I was like in three months, $10,000. Everyone looked at me like I was crazy. Right. But I did it. And then even looking back at my own income now, I'm like a couple hundred away from doing that with just that, not just outside. like, this isn't crazy. You have to make the space for it and you have to want it. And without all of the healing that we've been doing, starting with tapping, which I should definitely do more of, but starting with tapping, it's, it really, it gets you there. It really does. You have to be open to it though. You can't just go through the motions. You have to sit in it and deal with it and, and really feel it be Be uncomfortable yes because that's the biggest thing with the program that I run I tell people if you're not ready to face your demons and be afraid on some level of what you're going to encounter you're not ready for this this isn't Mm -hmm. just like a hand-holding talk about manifestation and throw some flowers at everything this is real this is the dark stuff this is the heavy stuff that you need someone to help you walk through this is no bullshit Mm -hmm. so if you're ready for that let's do it if you're not Come back when you are, because totally. it's also just not in my personality to sugarcoat. So, yeah, don't yeah. come this way. Yeah, don't come this. Way. <laughs> don't be but come this around way, here. Yeah, very friendly, but still, just don't yeah. come that. No, <laughs> healing,
0: healing, healing is messy, and healing and healing can be ugly sometimes. But it's but it's beautiful too, and you so know, you rewarding. Want, you want someone who's going to call you on your shit. You want somebody yeah. who's not going to sugarcoat yeah. it. I, I mean, Alexa. truly. <laughs> Me, <laughs> I don't feel you like got that.
1: called out this time, sucker.
0: <laughs> well, I'm happy you see me that way. I don't always see myself as that way, but I think I strive to be that way. So, no, I think um, you're
1: doing really good.
0: Oh, um, thanks!
1: But yeah, C- Catherine, I want to say that I'm really proud of you, and I think you're Thank doing you. really great as well. Um, and I also want to say, just to bring Jenna back into this, um, I remember like, I remember when you met Jenna. And I remember you talking to me about her and being like, I get it. You have a student and you're like, oh, you're my friend now. And we're not going anywhere. Like you're going to be my friend. And that's yes. what I did to you. I was like, I'm adopting you. You're my yes. friend.
2: It is. But it's funny because Jenna tells the story basically the same way. She's like, I was going to make you my friend. Yes. <laughs> you keep finding all these stage five clingers and you're like, you're one of us now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt about it's you, Catherine, when I was like, no, you're coming to the uh, yeah, right. that
1: is. I literally I said remember, I was Amber's Amber's like, like, "Let's just, let like, her go. just Give up
0: on her. Just she's just not gonna happen. Go. I was like, yeah. "No, she's coming. She just doesn't know it yet." I promise she you, she's coming. Like, it. I just refused to say no to this, like, because it just felt like it was definitely happening. So anyway,
1: and I think Alexa said to you, "Let's cut the bullshit." Why like, is this happening? Like, you're coming. I mean, to she Sedona. was let's you, but let's
2: stop called me. playing games. Here. <laughs> you called and I said, I already know I need to do this. I just yeah. need to give you the money. And yeah, you, yeah. you were like, you, I heard like, it. And your voice went, uh, oh. oh.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, like, give, give us the
2: money. like, i ready for a fight. Yeah. And you were like, okay, you can send I, it too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was coming ready to like literally like hog tie you and bring you in. And you were like, oh, I know, I know. And, uh, and it all worked out. So it's great. Um, but we, we only have like a minute left and I okay, want Catherine, I want you to tell everyone how they can work with you in your program, how they can get a reading from you, mention the podcast again, all the things.
2: Yes. Yeah, so the podcast is Project Healing. It's on Spotify and iTunes and you can find me at com. Go to my Instagram, Intuitive, periods in between each word, and I have a link to everything else that is on there. So you can find me super easily that way. Cool.
0: Yay. Yeah, we will um, put all the links in our show notes. So you guys can click and find her easily. And uh, Catherine, thank you so much for coming on. It's such thank a thank you gift to have you. We love you. Gift to be
2: here. Thank you for hog tying me and bringing me along. <laughs> That's
1: what we do, everybody. Yeah. We hog tie in. We let them, them do along. it. So if you're out there and you have
0: this feeling that uh, you're going to be working with us, get ready because we're coming to hunt you down and
1: bring you in to Just where so you're supposed easy. to be. It's a lot of work to hogtie you. So just go easy. Just come willingly. (laughs) Come willingly. Don't fight it. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for watching on Facebook. Thank you to all of you who commented. We love you. Oh, Laura Griffin said, hello. It's so good to be here. I'm learning so much. So, so glad that all of you join us on our live stream on Facebook. And thank you for listening to the audio version. Um, We love you so much. Until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. then.